maybe we should come up with what we're going to talk about today just as we go. So I'll let you kind of just think of a random topic on your mind. Uh, maybe a concept that's confusing or like mm. something new. Just not what's your favorite color. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, like, I don't know, maybe uh, something to do with like space or like cars or maybe not space. T- maybe let's, not that. Let's, let's just like space. All these rich, famous people going into space. They're calling them astronauts, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that would be like technically every time I fly in a plane, I'm you're going a pilot. to space. Here, let me pull up the, the <laughs> dictionary definition here uh-huh. of what an astronaut is, because I don't know if that entails having an education. Right. All right. Because that, like I said, a passenger now becomes a driver or a pilot. All right. In a car or plane. According to the definition, Jeff Bezos is an astronaut. An astronaut is a person who is trained to travel on a spacecraft. So he obviously okay. had to have some sort of training. training Otherwise, to... he wouldn't have. He wouldn't even been allowed to go on. That makes sense. So, I haven't been hearing much about it, though. I haven't really looked into it. What's no, what's think... so what's so interesting about this? I'm not sure. Just they're able to afford it, so they go into space. I don't think there's anything wrong with there's that. There's not. It's it's m- m- bunch of money and. Like, if I could afford it easily and it wouldn't hurt me, I would go to space. But I don't have that kind of money. No. I <clears throat> I think it's just human curiosity, maybe. They want to see that the Earth is not flat. <laughs> Conspiracy. Starting, starting to think, like, maybe they, there could be a chance that the Earth is flat, right? No. I'm, I'm going to go to space check it out. Because you can afford it. I mean, why yeah. not? And. As to the experience, you get to see stuff no one's seen in person before, or some people haven't seen in person. You're a part of that exclusive group of those who've traveled to space. Mm -hmm. What's so desirable about space? Is it the emptiness or the, the colors we see in these pictures that are shown to us? I think my, or for me, it's probably, yeah, the colors, it's, gotta be like peaceful in space to an extent if like well no i guess not but the colors the beauty the sights you'll see is probably a huge part of it and then also saying you go to space is pretty cool too sure uh but do you think a lot of this is curiosity to see like do you think we are gonna go to another planet I don't think so. I think the Earth was created for humans. I don't think we'll be living on any other planets. Maybe we could make it to visit another planet, but I think we could we could set up a civilization on Mars. I don't think we need to at all. I don't think it I don't think it matters. I do, I do think it's completely technologically possible. Okay. I think it's just such a huge waste of resources to just go to this desert planet. Yeah. Like, I don't believe that we're going to have to expand outside the solar system because the right. Earth is going to eventually overheat or something. Right. I think it's just <laughs> either civilization will be gone by then or we'll yeah, have and, a new Earth. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. I don't think we're not meant like, to I believe it's tamper with that. Right. I think it's just, you know, Earth's pretty good. Yeah. it's Earth is 
Perfect. The only place we've found so far. And, you know, you hear all these talks about how it's possible that there could be another another Earth out there. Another universe. I think it's possible there's another Earth-like planet. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't think there's, like, conscious alien life at all, like, or even animals. I I don't know about plants, honestly. Ooh. I, plants have to have, but plants have DNA. Right. And DNA right. is on Earth. Like, we have a creator, and there's... <laughs> D- DNA is not just gonna form from nothing, right? We have n- so I think, like, even if you don't believe that, you have to you have to see that there's an origin of DNA at some point, like it, like this biological necessity. Life has to have DNA cells, building blocks, right? It's yeah, just how, right. It's how stuff is made. So, if there's a plant, there's got to be DNA. And I don't, I don't know if there's other, other worlds out there. Like, I personally, my views, like, Earth is good. I, I believe that God created the Earth and the heavens and the people, um, plants, life, animals, etc. But I sometimes wonder, like, is God more creative than that? If He has the whole universe, which is humongous would he not build like any other planets like it's it's just not something it's not a question that's answered it's just left open right it's not talked about it's not like um shot down or anything in the bible it's like it's it's, it's left open you you don't know and i feel like my view on that is probably not because unless unless he is like We'll do a trial run over here, and then, like, this is the real Earth. Because how many times is he going to send his son to die and rise again? That's another He doesn't thing to look need at. trials. Right. So there's... But I believe, like, he created us, like, it, it's... Comp- I still think it's, like, it's possible. I don't... I have no clue. I can't confirm anything or deny anything, but, like... Couldn't it be possible right. that there's just another civilization that God created just never alerted us about? Absolutely. Like, I mean, sure, it's possible. There could <laughs> have been. There could have been. It could be an alternate universe. I don't know. <laughs> there could have been Earth before us, or. But there's a point that in the word that it's not. It's not mentioned. Right. So, it, so we don't. It know. wasn't deemed necessary for us to know that, or it's not a thing in general. So it's possible. It's just not necessary for us. I don't know. I think about it sometimes. I don't think about it for too long because it always ends in like this. We don't know. Yeah, we really We're don't. We're not meant to know. So why think about it more? I mean, it's it's a fun topic, though, to think about. It is. It's so much fun. It's like the uh, development of civilizations. Like, we don't need to look at another planet to see that. Like, we saw that. We can see it now with there's still tribes around that right. are like have low levels of knowledge on certain things. Some some tribes don't know about the outside world. So you can see these little civilizations develop. Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, there's a tribe, the North something islands. And these islands have this tribe on them. They've they have ha- never had contact with the outside world. Hmm. 
So, okay, Wikipedia. North Sentinel Island is one of the Andaman Islands, Indian Archipelago, whatever. Home to the Sentinelese, an indigenous people in voluntary isolation. Okay, I didn't know that, so it's voluntary. But who have defended often by force their protected isolation from the outside world. So before it was actually uncontacted until like the 1800s. Prohibits their, you know, travels prohibited to it. And they've like killed like people who try and go visit the island. But it's like this tribe of people who still wear like cloths and have bows and arrows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, but that's like an example of like, what if you could watch that tribe develop over time? Like, obviously, technology is huge. Like, 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, like, like, just if you see, if you read about it, you know, they didn't have phones, they didn't have oh, yeah, cars or anything. Sure. It was a lot more natural, but we developed major breakthroughs like electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe more solid structure building, architecture. All these things have developed. Places to get from one place to another. More forms of communication. Yes, communication. Communication in the past 200 years or so has yeah. been huge. What do you, what do you think about that? Like how difference between communication, you know, 500 plus years ago, right, compared well, to now, you know, starting with the development of like yeah, I don't know, maybe phones or like telegrams or something or even messengers. We messengers were always uh, yeah, just talk about that evolution to, like, through hire a messenger. Imagine the pain of that. Well, now I got to go find a messenger, have him travel across the world to get to this this one person who I need him to tell something. Hopefully it's accurate and he'll come back to me. Um, and if not, you're out of luck. Six months later, Six if months. he survives. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes a while. And then over time, I believe Ben Franklin helped development with the postal system in the United States. And um, that's, you know, gone all over the place. And now in a week or two, I can get a letter half across the world to someplace in Europe or even like in two days across the country sure what and about what about like then technology right and then technology came and well now we have our first computer and we can send an email instantly like you can get my message right away or even before that you could call somebody through like cables cables Maybe cables uh, underground. It was like cellular. phone lines or something over a wire. Right. You could call some it through a I wire. Know, but. I don't know. Uh and like development with that, there were times where, okay, yes, this whole community shares one line and you take messages for each other, which I'm sure it seems terribly inconvenient today, but I'm sure that was a incredible for them. Like I still think it's it's probably huge in other parts of the world where that's still still what they're doing. Yeah. And then um, comes mobile phones. And with that also is interesting to see like the attention span go down and patience of a person. Like you used to have to have great patience. Yeah. Six months, get this message to this person and come back by then. Okay. I can wait six months, go live your life. Oh, great. I heard back from them. Okay. But now it's not. Now like it's that. like, if you don't text me back in thirty seconds, I'm concerned about you. 
What do you think that this massive increase in social interaction is unhealthy? And what do you think the uh, like benefits and you know downfalls of this? Because like social interaction at this, we have never interacted with this many people over time, right? Like in this, like you know, people like wouldn't see very many people, you know, five hundred years ago, mm-hmm. but now. You can talk to anyone, anytime. I've got the whole you world can, at my You can show the entire world what you're doing. You can embarrass yourself in front of the entire country instead of a small town, mm-hmm. like if you were lucky when you were you, back. Everyone knows everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I, there, I think that it can be good, but it's not used for good oftentimes. So, so these social interactions, like you can stay connected more with people easier. It's easier to stay connected with somebody. It's easier to find somebody if like, oh, I lost their paper with their phone number or I like, I just want to know who this person is. You can, oh, you could probably find them online, find their social media account um, and then message them and well, there you go. That's convenient, but then there's other stuff to look at, like, like, um, you know, people just being mean to each other. You can see all the division in whether it's like opinions, political opinions, or like, hey, I prefer, like, can small see, things like, have turned huge. Yeah, small thing. Ex- exactly. It's not it's not the end of the world that let me see if I can think of an example. Like there's people can share their opinions a lot easier, a lot quicker, a lot louder per se. So everyone knows that like oh PETA is offended by zoos or whatever. Like they don't like animals being locked up. That's not okay. Oh, I wouldn't have known about the small organization which is now not so small unless the internet unless I had the internet which I have access to I can read about PETA all day long if I'd like so in ways it is convenient and in ways it is it is um frustrating to see and even like I said before people have less patience from it like oh yeah I could just wait to see this person again uh, run into them on the streets in my small town to, like, talk to them. Uh, but now it's like, oh, yes, I'm going to search all these different platforms to find this person and hunt them down until I can message them. And, like, it's just... It's convenient and kind of sad to watch the development, but... Do you think not involving yourself things. is a good option? Like, just backing away, like... So I think there's some benefits like social media, like for businesses. Right. I don't think the social exposure is necessary, but do you think it's, if there's any, do you think there's any point, especially like with this meta thing starting up, do you think there's any point in trying to like stay away from it if it's going to be so widespread and be like almost necessary to interact with? Yeah. I think that is, it's getting very dangerous. Like it started as, yeah, we can, we can send messages online. But now it's like, yeah, it's going to be like we're sitting in the same room with this meta thing. That's, 
I think that is something to stay away from. I think it's good. Like we weren't necessarily meant to have all of these technology. We developed into being able to use it, but when the world was first created, there's not much technology. You just have your small group of people. Now, this goes back to, is it, is it good or bad? Like without social media, my family would have been broken down, no place to stay in Utah over the uh, summer vacation. Mm-hmm. But we, my mother knew somebody through the internet that was a Christian family. They let us stay at their home for a few nights. And um, there, we're very, very thankful for social media. So in that case, in that case, uh, short answer. My short answer is no, I think... It's a good thing to stay away from it, not involve yourself in all of the commotion. Sure. And just live. Just like a general rule. Yeah. Like to stay away from mainstream and use it for. Oh, I can I can kind of see what you're saying. Like, there's. Do you, do you think there's like some use though for like social yeah. purposes? There could be. Besides like messaging, like, do you think is it really necessary to? Do pictures of yourself like what's the best? I don't. I don't need the whole world. It's. I don't think it's necessarily healthy to be like, oh yes, I'm influencing these eight hundred thousand people as they watch me sit on the beach. Okay. I think that's a little too far. Um, I think it's self-absorbed. Yeah. If you're, however, on social media for entertainment value, there's that side of it too, um, where you can gain. Popularity TikTok is a new one. You can gain popularity by being entertaining, not necessarily, oh, look at me, I'm the best. Some of it is like that, and I am on TikTok. Um, and also social media, it sucks your time. That's what it's meant to do. It's meant to take your time, listen to you, and just do everything it can to keep you on the app. So you are talking about messengers earlier yeah. and how it was so much work. Do you think, like, I feel like the work hasn't necessarily been lost to actually send a text message, like, versus Messenger. It's just that it's been distributed to different jobs of operating cell phone company, phone tower, satellite mm. maintenance. Mm-hmm. It's, But I think that maybe the danger has, I don't know. The form, Do you think the danger has gone down, maybe, for a Messenger job? Well, yes. The form of messen- Messengers, it used to be like an actual messenger and then you have the post postal service and then you have the phone service and honestly i think it shrinks the amount of people involved um like i don't have to rely on on my messenger to get the like i can just rely on this corporation to help me get my message through the workload's been made easier right what so so that job hasn't been completely, like, uh, autonoma, autonomized? Autonom- yeah, it's automated. It's not completely automated. It's it's pretty close. It is. But it's- what jobs, like, what jobs have been completely, mm-hmm. you know, been made completely? You know, no outside human help is necessary, including input error, like errors that might require human to fix. Like, is there anything that, like... Besides, like, some electricity, like, there's water, like, that moves and spins a wheel. 
But then the human might need there, to fix the wheel. There might, right, the wheel might break. The With electricity, the lines might go down. So does that mean robots will always need human help? I think... Like, no, I'm not always talking about, like, this Tesla bot, like, right. walking around a robot, but we'll, like, I we'll, don't know if robots are able to learn how to fix themselves, because if they're broken, how yet. can they do that? Exactly. They don't um, have self-healing, which is what people do. So. Right. So, if a robot does break or a program breaks, it was created by a human who also, in essence, um, can fall uh, or break or needs help from either other humans or uh, even God, so the creator. So I suppose you could have um, robots that fix themselves or robots that fix other robots, but then who's going to fix those ones? I think human humans will always be necessary, but they're just their goal is to shrink it down as much as possible if you were to for example draw a line and okay i'm gonna walk halfway to the line and then you're gonna walk halfway to the line again and halfway to the line again you're never gonna reach the line mm -hmm. i'm that i think that is a good analogy of what is happening with uh, automation and programming and ai and all of that stuff where people are trying to get it where humans can be non non not non-existent, but not involved at all. But until there's error and needs fixing, right? So their goal is to eliminate the error, but there likely will always be error. What do you think is going to be the next big technological advance, especially after, like we've had, sorry, we've had quite a few advances, and it's start, it's starting to seem like I don't know if we're slowing down in technology, like. We have some cars that can fly, not really, not like really. not publicly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, you know, self-driving. Self-driving self is a big thing. But what what's the next big thing? I want to see something something big. Like, it seems like phones haven't developed much. They there's haven't. 5G, but, like, the only thing that's been happening is, like, the bezels on the top and mm -hmm. bottom there's, are small. Now there's no bezels. They're so making... have a th very yeah. thin, good battery life, complete screen nothing else phone right maybe a completely automated world where everything is connected and everything knows like every technology device knows exactly where everything else is at all times like self-driving cars for example if all cars were self-driving then they could they could know just looking at something. Okay, then if all cars are self-driving, then they know, the idea is that they know exactly where every other car in the world is so that it's not going to run into it. Same with phones or even people, which is a scary thought. Like, you can't ever be alone in, per se. Um, but, like, if that fails, then the whole world's going to crash and burn because, well, this car doesn't know where this one is, and then... Like the signal goes out and everything's everything's done, and you're gonna need a like higher amount of quality technology to do that. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll become like fatally? It's kind of a hard way to phrase it. Fatally dependent on technology, where if this technology, like if the internet were to go offline, 
we we could survive. I mean, we could survive, mm-hmm. but there would be ma- it would be such a huge blow right. to humanity. Like it's not possible. Not, and it's possible for internet to blow, but. There was but like, is it is it possible for us to like the human race will not be will get so accustomed to having this that if we were to gone. leave that we would not know what to do like generations pass of like farming equipment that's completely automated or something mm-hmm. and now people don't know how to farm now at I all know. no I one knows how to don't know how to dig a hole right right the, I, do you think we could become fatally dependent or that's unlikely I think I think we could and that is also what they're probably trying to move towards uh, just to make it more convenient. Who is they? They is... There's, like, this concept of the deep state, which is, like, the government, like, behind the government. Like, we have the faces of the government that we see, and then the people actually doing all the thinking. Right. Do you think it's... Technology companies as a whole, whether it's, like, the car creator or the um, service, phone service, the phone company... Um, the, the utilities operators, utility people, utility people, social media platforms too, like Facebook introducing meta as a virtual way. It's still, it's it's scary to think about. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I have a problem with the beginning concept of it. I think it's very strange because it's, you know, you know, having like, you know, the baby boomer generation ha- seeing like development of cell phones and the internet, that's a huge thing to them and they don't know how to take right. it. They they don't understand it. And I haven't grown up, I haven't had that same experience with finding something I completely don't understand that's as big as the internet was mm. until meta. Right. I suppose. Now you can interact with people in a different world. Like, and feel yeah. like you're virtually there. Yeah. And I don't know how to take that. And... They're, I don't have a problem with the beginning concept of virtual reality, mm-hmm. but but going what, that what's the far issue with, with what is the issue with Meta? Like, what's the issue? Like, there it's. This is just my opinions talking, or yeah, yeah, like what my understanding might be that people or the Facebook might be looking for a way to, you know, become more user, uh, not dependent, more they. They want to have more information. That's always a key. You think it's control, maybe, over it its, might, its users? It might be, because, well, the goal... Sway, flu- sway influence on people somehow? The goal of social media is always to have... um, Always to keep the people on the, on the platform, on the program. Mm-hmm. So... So even like I think you were talking one time to me about how you deleted all your social media and it's like are you sure are you sure are you sure are you like it keeps asking yeah like okay we'll give you it 10 tries days. it it tries to it keep wants you, you to stay keep you from you know it's thinking you're making a mistake and you press yes delete yes delete four or five times and then it's like we're gonna keep your account it, like it, on file for thirty days before it's permanently deleted in case you decide you want to come back right. And <clears throat> this that was years ago. As now. a company, that seems unethical. Like I feel like they just want your business. I think more people are gonna be, ooh, meta, that's cool. Let's try it out. And then there could even be like AI influence on there. Like there's bots oh, sure. and tr- there's always AI. Right. There's our phones are AI. Right. 
there's bots and trolls right now on Twitter, on Facebook, anywhere you look. Imagine what that would be on Meta. Because now you're seeing it like, in a physical yeah. alternate reality. And you're going to start believing that. It's hard to stra- it's hard to think like I think people's concept of reality is going to virtual reality will be normal reality because mm-hmm. we already have screen time like there's going to be a pushover where more people spend time on screens than in the real world which a lot of people do already but now you're spending time in a full reality that's fully functional and it's possible there could be jobs in this oh, wow. reality and it's people see layer. this virtual reality as just a part of reality itself not a separate entity and maybe that's what Meta's trying to do is your reality belongs to us. Yeah, probably there that it's, is a possibility. Um also like, you know, trying to have influence over its users. Like are their intentions evil? Like what like what what is wrong with a alternate reality? Like what's so bad about is that cuz we're like goes, we're taking we're not what is wrong with that? It almost goes back to, um, like, why? what is wrong with trying to get off the Earth and live on Mars? What is, what's wrong with that? And there might not be anything wrong with it. It's possible, but like you said, we don't need to. Like a dead end? It's, yeah, another develop, another opportunity for development. And there will be people who are born into the world who are like, oh, this is normal. So, like, growing up, oh, yeah, I'm just going to hop on the VR and hang out. It used to be, yeah, I'm going to go. Now you don't have to go to your friend's house. Right. That's an experience that that younger generations may never, may never have. Or, like, I believe that we're one of the last generations to drive cars. Yeah. I think we are. I think I was once reading something. Yeah, Gen, Gen Alpha or even Gen Beta. Uh, which are the two generations after us, will not be able to drive because cars will drive themselves. I feel like some Gen Alpha More, will. Some, yeah, some. I think some will. Some. But I just think after that, that, I think the technology will just like get the self-driving will just become so prominent that there will be no need for them to drive. And I'm pretty, I'm a die-hard like, I'm gonna drive. Like, even if I don't need to, like, I like driving on road it's trips. Yeah. I'd rather drive than sit there because I get bored really fast. I need to do something, and my brain likes to move when I'm driving. Gets you excited. Thinking. Yeah, and these people, like, I think th- this group of people, Gen Alpha or whatever, whoever doesn't start driving, they won't have that. And what's it going to be replaced by? The thrill of driving in meta? Like, Maybe it's possible. This it's completely you know within reason that driving could be more exciting on Meta somehow. They so yeah. why would you want you well, can drive you can't on get you, hurt. Can, you, you can you can drive get hurt. and you won't get hurt. But that's I think that's the part that's f- part of the fun is the danger aspect. Right. The phys- like knowing that this this could be your your doom. Although I don't want it to be my doom, but like <laughs> the actual danger. There's something like you can get pretty close. With VR, to yeah, like it feels fe- real. you can get it. To, I'm sure they can get it to feel. They can get it to feel real, but they can't. You can't. As soon as you get in a real car and start driving, you're like, you don't know what you, you realize that this is like. There's differences. Mm-hmm. 
so like meta's it's like a dead end like it could what, be there's i think it'll be a huge money you know like right money every grab everyone's gonna want to try it everyone's gonna go buy virtual reality glasses so that they can or goggles so they can headsets so they can sit on their couch and have a oh, conversation like augmented reality too yeah it's weird. I, I didn't seven. know what augmented reality was at first. I'm still not 100% sure. It's like using the putting VR stuff like okay, here, let me show you cuz okay. I can do it on my phone, I think. Oh, oh, is that yeah, I know that. I've seen Where that it takes before. your camera and then you can Let me do it actually. Tiger. You can you can shop online for furniture just by setting So like it'll setting it on the it'll ground. It'll put a tiger in your yeah, room. That's pretty cool. I don't know. It's it's anyway, it's I in development right now, but it will be perf- it won't be perfected, but it will be perfected over time. Mm-hmm. It'll be developed. And like there's iPads now that can do that for um like placing like in-home decor or even like electrical work. You can like see this stuff in the dimensions. Sure. It's, it's all wild. But yes, I it could be a dead end. I don't see how this is going to benefit the society, like socially. Like, yeah, you can hang. I think out it's going to be people. damaging. It, yeah, not ever seeing people. Right. But You're, I think people don't realize it because that's they think it's, it's all real. they all they know is this. There's something. I want to go see grandma. Hop on the VR. Right. You all like we said. You'll never get that experience of oh, you're gonna get in the car. We're gonna get to grandma's. You can't never smell grandma's house. It's just grandma's yeah. house don't smell too good. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> it smells but like you cat never, pee. You never get that experience. <laughs> yeah, but there's something nice about that. Like right. the, getting to see grandma in person. You can hug touch her. her. But what if in VR you can have like these tap haptic gloves? We can reach out in the virtual reality space and and you can and oh. you can sense it. I don't know if you've read Ready Player One. But that's what they have in that. It's like an ultra-developed VR. I don't... Like, v, like if you do read Ready Player One, which I would recommend just for this concept, everything they do there... I mean, besides their world, they live in is more post-apocalyptic, but basically their world's destroyed, and they use VR instead. Because why would they want to go out into the ruins of the real world where they can just go into a good fake one? Uh, but I think people just our world's still pretty good but everything they talk about in that book like the VR technology is possible haptic suits VR that's like super immersive and realistic and in the second book it got like to what we're talking about where you won't be able to distinguish reality from VR where like in the second book it's kind of scary and it was hard for me to read because the book basically have you heard about Neuralink? No. Okay, I'll talk to you about it in a minute. But basically this VR headset's able to like fully interact with your brain and put you in a different consciousness. Hmm. Like and make you feel like you're there. Like you look around like this and you don't need goggles. Like everything's different. Your your body's asleep in a bed. Okay. It's it's almost like a spiritual experience where That's you're, weird. I don't think that part's possible, but <clears throat> basically Neuralink will hook into your brain 
You don't have. Yeah, obviously, it's not going to be required. If this is required, no, 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 no. Oh no, <laughs> no. We've it's like the end. It'll it'll stop seizures because it'll like okay. it'll send an electrical pulse to the part of the brain to wake it back up, and you won't have a seizure. Basically, okay. there's that part. There's medical reasons. That's the good. It'll stuff. cure a lot of neurological issues, and I think that'll be huge. There's another side to it, but the point is that we can have technology directly interact and help ourselves our physical bodies which is a huge development mm-hmm. i don't think that can touch our spirits no our I'd... spirits can be damaged but not physical there's no physical thing to damage. exactly i just think our reality with this meta thing over time i don't think i think immediately it's going to look like garbage like if you ever get on crappy virtual reality yeah. and like see it... videos of that it doesn't look very good the only difference is that you move your head around instead of use your hand to move the mouse, which right, moves your point right, of view around. Right, that's kind of strange. No, but I think it could... I think for a lot of people, it will replace their realities, like especially for parents who don't want to... They're lazy and don't want to raise their kids. A lot mm-hmm. of kids these days are raised on screens yeah. and the internet. Yeah. And now these kids will be raised on virtual reality more than normal reality. School will be in virtual reality. They can go to school. Oh, no, yeah. I, that's complete, I think that's possible. You can go to school in virtual reality. We've already started that. There are some schools that only do over the internet now because they can. And then I did a year... Development of virtual reality. I think, yeah, I think virtual reality, like where you can sit down in a classroom setting or whatever setting you want, you can choose oh. and learn. You still take tests everything, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go to a school. I think travel's going to become relatively unnecessary yeah. because why would you need to go see them physically? You can just see them in virtual reality, which looks the exact same. The only thing that physical stuff does is that you don't have to wear goggles. Mm-hmm. But it looks the same with goggles on. It can just become almost a replacement. Yeah, I agree. That's, I think it's, it's a really huge technological advance advancement, though. I did find a VR place, Josh. Yeah. Because we were talking about we wanted to go do something, just try it out, like see what it's like. I've never done any games in VR or anything. Rebounders. Really? You don't remember? There's there's virtual reality sets at Rebounders. I did not know that. We were looking so long. I have not been to Rebounders in like three years. Rebounders has them. Rebounders has a huge like station with the headsets hanging down from the ceiling. Okay. And you can play games. So rebounders, wow. it's close there by. We, we were looking up places off like twenty eighth Street. Oh, far away. To try and find, find this stuff. We'll cut the street out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, twenty eighth Street's such a broad. Yeah, twenty eighth. There's so well, many twenty eighth streets. There could be one right here. There could be one in. Where are else. we? You don't know. You never know. You Just don't know. Not, not close to Utah, obviously. Nope, we're not in Utah. <laughs> or maybe we are. Yeah, that was a good question. Big technological advancements. Twenty minutes later, we've answered the question. <laughs> yeah, it's you have. good. Good discussion. You lose the feel for experiencing things in person, and honestly, you could just go to space in VR. Everyone could go to space. Ooh, that's a good loop. That was a good loop. Everyone would be able to go to space, and um, 
like it could be experienced easily. Maybe that's it, fine with me. Maybe that's I don't what, think VR is a problem for that. Maybe that's what Bezos is trying to do. He's trying to get some footage of space so people It's just your reality. It. Right. So You can't most people can't go to space. Most people can go down the road and see each other. Mm-hmm. So there's, but then there's there that change to, there has to be where a people line. don't even do that. Right. And it's already happening with screens today where people do Zoom over COVID. Yeah. Well, there you go. We have come full circle. We have. Thank you for listening, and we'll come back. We'll be back here next time. Yeah. Thanks for talking, Josh. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep.